East side, west side, all around the town. The tots sang ring a rosy London bridge is falling down. Boys and girls together, me and Mammy O'Rourke trip the lights fantastic on the sidewalks of New York. All right, it is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. The Super Bowl is tomorrow. Luke's rubbing his his temples right now in anticipation, but nonetheless, we're very excited for what what will probably determine his emotional state for the next few months. So give us your thoughts he- heading into the game. Um, I really only think there's three ways the Super Bowl can go, just knowing the Patriots. Uh, it's either going to be we smoke them and you know they might make it close at certain points, but it's never really a game. Or the Eagles take an early lead, outplay us for three quarters, and we come back and win the fourth quarter. Or the Eagles take an early lead, outplay us for three quarters, and we come back and barely don't win in the fourth quarter. So knowing that there's only three ways it can go and two of them end with us winning, I'm feeling pretty confident. Um, definitely, I think, the least nervous I've been going into a Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. I think a lot of that's just because it's the sixth one. But <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> sorry, eighth one. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, uh, I'm not scared. I think I was more scared for Jacksonville. I really for do. Jacksonville? I was really? more scared for Jacksonville. But is there anything about Philadelphia that does worry you? Uh, I guess their defense worries me. I don't really... It's a combination, because this is also, I think, the worst defense the Patriots have had going into a Super Bowl. And if Nick Foles can stay hot, then they're going to stay in this game. I think they're going to put points on the board against us. So if the... I guess what worries me the most, though, is Philly's defense, because I think that no matter what, Philly's going to get, like, 24 points. Mm. And if Philly can somehow shut us down offensively, then... Right. Because I think it's it's inarguable that that the Eagles probably have a a better defense than the Patriots, but... um, We have better offense. Right, and you have Tom Brady and not Nick Foles. And we have Bill Belichick. Right. And we have Ernie Adams. So, like, what would you what would surprise you in the Super Bowl? I really, it, I, this is going to sound terrible. I don't see a world where something happens that surprises me. I mean. Because you've been through so much already. Yes, because I've, I've just done it a million times. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm not joking. Last year, I, I, at halftime of the game, it was 21 to 3, and somebody asked me, how do you feel right now? And I said, it's 50-50. They said, what do you mean? ESPN says it's 95-5. And I said, no, it's 50-50. I know the Patriots. There's a 50% chance we win this game. And 28-3 was when I first said to someone, actually, it wasn't even 23. It was after the Julio Jones catch was when I first said to someone, all right, I think I might be a little nervous now. So, I don't know. I don't really get nervous for these games anymore. And I don't know. I think at this point we deserve an easy one. What do you mean? Why do do the Patriots deserve anything? Because we've had a stressful five Super Bowl wins. And it's never easy. That's the thing. Is we always get here easily and then it's just never easy from here. We deserve a 42-17 to 17 Super Bowl where we can just relax and drink and have fun for the whole game and all of New England can have a good time instead of stressing for it. This is not what America deserves. <laughs> I mean, well, America deserves better than a Philadelphia versus Boston Super Bowl to begin with. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. This was, I mean, I said this, I think I said this last week, America was the biggest loser from this matchup. Right. The two most insufferable fan bases in sports. So did, could could you see this game just being, like, a total, like, defensive battle? Like, do you think... I think the Eagles' defense, like, has really showed up in the playoffs. They shut down Atlanta, they shut down Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, the score could reflect a defensive battle, but I don't think it actually would be one. It would be that their offense isn't that good and our defense isn't that good, and that matches up for, like, 
17 points and then they're really shutting us down defensively. I, I don't see us putting up a huge defensive fight, but I could see us taking advantage of the fact that their offense just isn't what ours is. Right. Um, or what Pittsburgh's is or what a lot of teams we face the seasons are. Um, but I guess I, I can see the score reflecting a defensive battle. I can see a low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Do you see anybody like breaking out that's not named Tom Brady? Like if 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 the MVP isn't Tom Brady on the Patriots, who is it? Tom Brady. Um, on the Patriots. Like I, think, Chris, I, I think Hogan could have a big game. I think Gronk could have a huge game because Gronk yeah. has I think missed two of the Super Bowls that he's been on the team for. Um, and I, I I think he's due to have a huge Super Bowl game, just have like a three touchdown game. But I'm also wary of Legarrette Blunt mm. going off. And Zach Ertz is forced to be reckoned with. Too. Oh yeah, that tight end matchup is going to be oh, yeah. a whole lot of fun. Plus JHI can't can't sleep on that. <laughs> and Corey Clement, they got some good running backs. They've got some, yeah, but it's just I, I I mean they really don't have a bad offense. It's just they don't have Carson Wentz. Right. They they're right. playing with yeah. And I, it it seems like Foles' performance in the NFC Championship was a bit of an anomaly. Yeah, like, and I, statistically, I really do think that Foles isn't bad though. I think that like. I think he he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think that it's just working off of what they had with Wentz. Everybody's like, oh, the Eagles are done, but they still have a good supporting cast around them. But right. Nick Foles isn't Carson Wentz at the end of the day, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Right. So what's your score prediction? I'm going to go with 27-17. Yeah. So the Eagles don't cover. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. I feel like every single prediction I've seen has been like 24-21 New England. Um, yeah. and that's like, also a safe bet to make. Yeah, right. Like, and I'm a, I'm a safe guy, so that's probably the pick that I would I would go with 24-21. too. 24-21. But I could I could also see it being like like 20 to 10 New England or something like that. Yeah, I guess where I see the 27 to what did I say 27-17 is I think that it's going to be one of those things where it's like really it's like late in the game it's 21. So, or it's uh, 27 to 10 or something like that and there's like a late touchdown oh, okay. late field goal something along those lines okay okay alright let's do some prop bets over under the national anthem is two minutes what are your thoughts we have pink singing the national anthem pink I think Alicia Keys did it a few years ago and it was like two minutes and 35 seconds or something like that but that's Alicia Keys too she was obviously going to drag it out Right, but I feel like Pink is a similar, like, dramatic, pronounced kind of singer. Like, do you remember, like, at the Grammys, like, four or five years ago when she was, like, spinning from the ceiling in, like, this, like, big, like, trapeze thing? It was, like, the most extra thing I've seen of all time. Yeah. She's going to like this I'd, I'd hammer the over. I think people just want to one-up each other, too. Yeah, I, I think that no matter... I, I mean, for me, it's very hard, hard to ever bet the end of the National Anthem, though two minutes is so long right. for, like, a 40-second right. song. Unless but, there's, like, somebody from, like the armed services singing where the, you know they're just gonna like power right yeah, through yeah. it stay on the notes yeah but um, if, if it's like a, like a professional singer yeah it's also it's their spotlight you know, they hammer the over the yeah. Super Bowl hammer like, the dream. over yeah I, I would hammer the over uh, what color will Pink's hair be when she starts to sing the national anthem I like that's when she wait I, I saw something I saw something about this um, she's from Philadelphia I think is she so so I saw something about this that that her hair yeah she's from she's from Pennsylvania. I think her <laughs> hair is gonna be green. You think so? Ah. Uh, or do you think that'd be too divisive? I think it'd be too divisive. I don't, I don't think that I think that she's gonna have that little moment and also like, again we're dealing with Eagles and Patriots fans. I think she wants to get food during the national anthem. Though I don't. I guess New England people probably wouldn't. Big. Uh, oh wait, here's here's something. I just googled pink. It says she's got the flu. 
So, huh. that we might be able to short the market on this one. Should we hammer the under on this on this national anthem with the flu? Wow. Unless she pulls like a Jordan flu game and just I sh- kills well, it. Could that extend her? Could she like need to like take longer breathing breaks to hit the notes? I feel like if you have the flu, your voice isn't doing so well. You just want to get it over with. Yeah. Right? You also yeah. You also don't want to have like a voice crack type thing on national right, television. Right. Wow. That makes this two minute prop bet so much more interesting. I wonder if the if the if the over is minus two hundred too. So the under is enticing. Really. Yeah. I wonder if you could buy some buy some minutes off of that. I need a bookie. Can you give me your bookie? Your, your old bookie. <laughs> Uh, funny story. I don't know if you chronicled <laughs> that yet. Do people know what happened to your rookie? <laughs> yeah, I guess we can talk about that. Um, <laughs> so what was it? Like, two weeks ago, my buddy, who bets on the same website as I do, he texts me, and he's like, uh, uh, like Shams Charania just tweeted that Damian Lillard's going to make the All-Star game, but the prop bet is still up on our on our bookie's website. So me and him were like, all right, we're just going to put, like, all of our money on this prop bet. The odds were, like, minus 260, which are kind of weird, but... It was still there, so I like I didn't have that much money in the account. It was probably like seventy or eighty bucks, but I threw it all on this Damian Lillard <laughs> bet. And like fifteen minutes later, it hits because it becomes official. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool, that was free money. Um, but then the next day, I like went to go bet some like Tuesday night NBA game, as one does. Um, and I saw my account was suspended. It says sportsbook disabled, and. I saw, I got uh, naturally because I wanted to bet. I got on the like the live help chat line, and they were like, "All right, I don't know how to help you, but you need to talk to Tony. Tony's the boss." So I got on the line. I got on the line with my man Tony, um, and things got pretty hot pretty quickly. Tony was not happy with me, um, so I was like, "Hey Tony, um, what's going on with this? What's going on with the sportsbook? Why is it disabled?" Tony just was probably the worst customer service <laughs> rep I've, I've ever had. He's just, he's being very vague. I said, it, <laughs> my sportsbook is disabled. He said, it is disabled. Then I said, is this going to change soon? He says, not on my end. Looks like you're going to have to come up with something on your end to make it change. I said, what does that mean? He tells me to put my thinking cap on, and then maybe I'll figure it out, because he's not going to be a drop of help. Um... And then I said, I don't know, I don't owe you guys any money. You're not very supportive to me. And then he's like, I don't care. I'm the boss. Stop wasting my time or I'll ignore you. To which I said, hey, man, you make a profit off every single bet I make. Don't you want me to continue betting on this website? And he says, I don't care. I hope you never make a bet on this website again. So it's been deep. Yeah, it's been about 11 days. I'm, I've already detoxed, I think. but um, He's still ghosting you? Well, I realize I'm just, it's just Tony's not gonna not gonna have it with me, and it's all his fault too. It's because he didn't take the bet down. Like he probably lost thousands and thousands of dollars because he just was lazy. That's why I don't know why he's focusing on the one customer that had eighty dollars. Right, like I didn't. I took like tw- the odds weren't even that good. I took like twenty five or thirty dollars from him. Like it wasn't a big deal. Um, but yeah, me and all my friends who bet on that website can't bet there anymore. So we're in the market. If any bookies listen to this, so that was a good digression. Let's move on to more prop bets. Uh, all right, this is, oh, my God, pound the no on this. We'll pick well, the airborne at any point during the national anthem. Absolutely we'll not. They're not going to let her do that. Well, the flu changes everything. Now, I'm pounding. I'm actually going to get a book. I, I want to put, like, hundreds of dollars on that. I mean, the no is minus 500, but th- has there ever been an airborne national anthem? 
I feel like they'd be a little disrespectful. 100%. No, that's the easiest. Why, yeah, why is that even a prop bet? I don't know, but I'm trying to... All right, who was your boogie's number? I'm actually going to... I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't say that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh, will Pink forget or emit a word from the National Anthem? That's all of the only thing that's Pink. not about the National Anthem. <laughs> first one not about the National Anthem is a team to score first. But we have... Will Pink forget a word... Will Pink say Eagles before, during, or after the National Anthem? What, during? Go Eagles. But during? I'm trying to think. Because you know how sometimes, like, during the National Anthem, like, certain sports fans will, like, insert their own thing, like, for, the, the, for, the, for the Orioles, like, when it's like, oh, yeah. oh say, can you see? They go, like, oh! Yeah, yeah. The um, does, uh, who's bright? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything that, like, makes sense for the Eagles. That's, like, kind of out of place yeah. in the National Anthem. But I guess it, it would be more the Go Eagles after, but... Yeah, I, I, w- I could see a Go Eagles after. Yeah. Will Pink wear a Philadelphia Eagles shirt or hat while singing the National Anthem? No. Respect the troops. Who will be shown first on TV during the National Anthem, Tom Brady or Nick Foles? Ooh. That's a good one. I'm not sure. Tom Brady's minus 200 on that. I don't understand. Yeah, I think I, I think they would open with Foles. I think they'd open with Foles and then go to and Brady. Then for like and then go to Brady, yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, team score first. How many times will Carson Wentz be mentioned during the broadcast? Over, under 3.5. I'd pound. Oh, over. Pound over, the over. Big time. Three and a half, pound the over. Big time. Uh, we'll how much will Giselle be mentioned during the podcast? Over, under one and a half. I would hit the under on that. Giselle. I, I don't watch enough Patriots games to know like how much they talk about Giselle. I, they don't. I mean, I guess they. the only way they would is if she did something notable. Like, I guess if there's like some clip. There's, like a, there's like a Brett, Mus- Brett Musburger <laughs> moment or something yeah. like that. <laughs> How many times will Janet Jackson be mentioned during the broadcast over or under one and a half? Oh, I don't even think I'm going to shine. Yeah, there's no way. Be under on that. Have you seen this stuff about Justin Timberlake's um, bringing thing. out the Prince thing? People are mad about Twitter that. is up in arms about People this. People are mad about that. I saw this tweet that was like in 2004 or whatever it was. Everybody was pissed at Justin Timberlake after his performance. Now people are pissed at Justin Timberlake before his performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's deep for Justin. He's had a tough, uh, yeah. tough career as a Super Bowl halftime. I'm surprised they brought him back. Honestly. Yeah, honestly, I feel like they rotate the same like five like super vanilla people. Yeah. To, like, Bruno Mars is gonna be back in two years. Yeah, Bruno Mars. Black Eyed Peas might put out another album. <laughs> Lady Gaga will be back. Hundred uh, percent. Tom Petty died. Okay, rest in peace. But in peace, I would have Bruce Springsteen maybe probably. Yeah, I just can't wait till he gets. Hendrick or something. In no Olympics. chance. He did the halftime for uh, college football. Yeah, but this is too, like, traditionally American. Yeah. They're going to get... What would Sean Hannity say? What would Sean Hannity say? And that's half their audience. More than half their audience. Pretty much. The majority of their audience. Um, yeah, so I don't think that, I don't think that'll happen again. What color do you think Justin Timberlake's shoe is going to be when he begins his halftime performance? I love that they what? have that in case he changes What does that even mean? <laughs> White, black, brown, beige, green, blue, red, or yellow. What are the best odds? Uh, white is uh, minus one twenty. I'd probably blacks get... plus two hundred. Yellow is plus two thousand. Is the worst odds. I'd throw, I'd throw black out there. I I'd guess that's a, that, I don't know why anybody would bet on that though. Who's betting on if Justin Timberlake would be wearing a hat when he begins his halftime performance? Why is yes minus one forty? Will Nipplegate be said during the podcast? Who's broadcasting it? Is it CBS, Fox, NBC? Uh, I think it's isn't CBS. Um. I just can't say I can't imagine Joe Buck saying Nipplegate on on television. I can't imagine many of them saying Nipplegate on yeah. television. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, I could see saying it. Yeah, that's fair. He's a goober. All right, so with all of our Super Bowl coverage um, wrapped up, we're gonna pivot to NBA because there's been a ton going on. Even though it's like kind of the dog days of the season, it seems like 
every night there's something fun going on, whether it's another video of Markel Fultz uh, clanking free throws or if there's new beef on Twitter or James Harden scoring 60 points. Something crazy is happening every night. Um, probably the most pressing topic right now, at least, is all the injuries that are going on, right? Yeah. And I would say that I had a take in our first episode of the Cavaliers that is aging very well right now. Yeah. Kevin Love is both not active and uninterested in being on the team. IT hates Cleveland. LeBron hates Cleveland. Everybody hates Cleveland. It's perfect. They're falling apart. I don't see a world where they go to the NBA Finals. I said that I don't think they're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I still think that's going to come back to bite me in the ass. But Yeah. Like... Like two weeks ago, when we recorded like our first or second episode, I said LeBron was like the front runner for the MVP, and then I was still pretty confident that the Cavs will go to the NBA Finals. I feel like it's still like fifty fifty. Like I think the Cavs still have a good chance to go. I want the Cavs to trade for CJ McCollum. I think that'd be a great move for them. What are you gonna give up? They have no one to give us. The they thing. have a pick, and expiring Can contracts. Yeah, the pick, and then like a few expirings. I bet. I bet that. Uh, the Blazers would do that. I wouldn't do it. I I don't know if the Blazers would, but I wouldn't. They could trade Kevin Love, too, honestly. They should trade Kevin Love. I mean, he's going to leave. There's no reason not to. Yeah, poor Kevin Love. He's such a good player. He's a good guy, too, I think. Um, yeah, so, like, all these injuries have kind of shaken up the landscape. Kevin Love's out. John Wall's out. Marcus Cousins. Demarcus Cousins. Malcolm Brogdon. Mike Conley. Just a lot of stars are out. So, I think um, at least... At the top, I think the teams are looking safer. Easy. Um, <laughs> at the top, at least, I think the top like five or six teams are looking a lot better because, um, I mean, save for the Cavs, injuries haven't really affected them. So I think the Warriors and the Rockets and um, the Celtics and the Raptors have feel a lot, a lot better about their prospects kind of moving forward. Nobody's um, talking about the roster, the uh, Raptors enough, I feel Raptors like. are really good. They are, and like, the, and I feel like everybody's not talking about them because every year they're one of the best top four Eastern teams. They don't do anything, but they're usually the fourth or third best. They're the second best right now, and quickly catching up to the Celtics. Well, they're two games uh, out. I mean, like, thirty-five and sixteen. They're having an incredible season, and everybody's just nobody's talking about them. It's gonna be the Celtics or the Cavs. Because like, I feel like everybody knows they're gonna lose. I guess yeah. They I guess they are worse. They're worse than the Celtics. They um, but but I think they, the Celtics are the best team. In the the East. Raptors have the third best net rating in the NBA right now. Really, by who? Behind the Rockets and the Warriors, and they're t- they're almost two points better than the Celtics per hundred percent per hundred possessions. I think that in most people's mind, just because the Celtics have been at the top from you know the seventh game of the season, uh, the Celtics are the are the best team in the East. The Cavaliers are the team that can beat them because they have LeBron, and then no, I, I don't think you're wrong, um, but. I, mean, I, no, yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that's what everyone's perception is. I think I, I've said it before. Do you think I, I think the Raptors are scary. Do you think I'm they're going to the beat Raptors. the Celtics or the or the Cavs in the second round of the playoffs? I don't think they're going to, but I think they could. You know, no, I, I, you know what? I'll say I think the Raptors could eat, could totally beat the Cavs in the second round of the playoffs. Especially okay. if the Cavs are working with the chemistry they have right now. Because the Cavs are the most disjointed NBA team that I've ever seen LeBron James play on. Yeah, I mean, I think if the Raptors can get a little bit better defensively I could see it happening but it's just I don't know Sheesh. it's kind of a they're kind of a, I feel like they're kind of like the Clippers a few years ago in the West where like they were yeah. good every year like 50 or more wins every year but they just didn't really have the star power to kind of get over the top of the playoffs but like then again the Clippers did beat the Spurs that one year they got to the conference finals so it could be this year for, for the Raptors 
It's really crazy looking at the West right now, though, because the Timberwolves are so good. The Thunder are so good, and they're the four and five seed right now. I can't wait for that first round matchup. That's going to make me excited. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about the Blake Griffin trade, too, because that kind of um, opened the bag on the trade deadline. What, what are your initial reactions? Um, I don't know. Like, it's weird because he's a superstar, but I just feel like in the NBA today, with all the movement of players that takes place, and with the fact that there's, you know, four teams that could win a championship every year, I just I feel like I just don't have a take on this. Like, it's a team that's not going to do anything that traded a player that's not going to do anything to a team that's not going to do anything. Right. And it's not going to do anything. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, we got, it's literally a trade between the two nine seeds, the two teams that might be an eight seed, eight seed and get swept in the first round or might not make the playoffs. Yeah. I think it's a desperation move from, from Stan Van Gundy in Detroit. Like, they've kind of been treading water for a few years now. They've kind of been like a sneaky, like, oh, this Detroit team could be good this year. They're the two-seed old players. Yeah, and they they, they started off hot this year, and they've been playing really badly, and this is kind of like the splashy move to put butts in the new arena um, to bring a little bit of attention to the franchise. Um, And, like, cool, like, the Pistons maybe might be, like, the sixth or seventh seed. That's great for, like, the next few years because, like, Blake Blake Griffin's really good, and he's a great fit with with, uh, Andre Drummond. Like, those are... That's a really, really good front court right there. Um, but I'd be a lot more encouraged by this if the Pistons had drafted Donovan Mitchell instead of Luke Kennard and if they had drafted Devin Booker instead of Stanley Johnson. It's just they don't really have the, the other pieces, and they had to give up Tobias, who's a great NBA starter, and Avery Bradley, who's also a really good player. Yeah, the way I view this is I think that the Pistons probably got the better end of the deal short-term in terms of this season, in terms of what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah. But long-term, I would say that the Clippers probably have a yeah. better base to build from now. And the Clippers, I mean, there's a good chance they trade Lou Williams. There's a good chance they trade DeAndre Jordan. I want Lou Williams in Boston so bad. Oh, Marcus Smart for Lou Williams? Question mark. Who says now? Probably the Clippers? No, the Clippers should, the Clippers should do that in a heartbeat if they, if they get that trade. Really? Why do you think that? Why do you think so? Because Marcus Smart's what, like twenty five? You put him with Patrick Beverly in the backcourt. Yeah, but if you put him coach with Doc Avery Rivers, Bradley and Tobias no Harris. Discipline. Well, first of all, I think the Clippers should fire Doc Rivers because he's trash. Coach he's not a good coach and he's not a good GM, and they should get rid of him. Um, and I, dad. I I really like like this this move reeks of Jerry West because you can tell that Jerry West sees the bigger picture and understands um, the move like where the Clippers are. Um, and this, I think, is a, it's a great trade for the Clippers, but his next move should definitely be getting rid of Doc Rivers because yeah. Doc Rivers sucks. So who are they gonna? Uh, we always say you know we want to get rid of a coach. Who are they gonna take? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Like there's there's not like there's good coaches out there. I don't know who yeah. it is, but there's better coaches than Doc Rivers. I think. Dip into the NCAA market. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe Lavar Ball. Who knows? Wow, woof. Coaching <laughs> against. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I would be so here for this. I would watch this. Breaking news LeVar Ball is going to coach the Clippers. <laughs> 2020. Northwestern news. Um, so, <coughs> the other kind of big news in the NBA um, has to do with the Celtics. They signed Greg Monroe to a, a contract for the rest of the year, which is. Um, it's just a move to, to show up the bench, right? Like, you don't think he's going to start. No, no, I don't, I don't see him. There's no world where he starts, in my opinion. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, we have, I think, the deepest bench in the NBA. I really do believe that. I mean, that's it's a hot take. <laughs> well, I mean... I, Talking to a Warriors fan. <laughs> that's fair. Right? <laughs> right, that's fair. 
Um, other than maybe, um, other than maybe Golden State, I guess. But you I really like semi Oh my God! Do not get me started on old like way. You can't tell me that he's better than like David West or Sean Livingston or Aubrey Caspi or any of those guys. I will. Um, yeah, that's that's fake news. Yabuselli, come on now. Semi's just LeBron, but more athletic and stronger. You can tell Luke's been spending a lot of time on Celtics Twitter. <laughs> Celtics Twitter is the best place in the world. It's I, like I'm, it's like deep state Twitter. It's it's, it's actually like it's like the weird part of the internet, but somehow about an NBA team, and somehow that's like the mainstream. Unless there's a mainstream Celtics Twitter that I haven't found, I'm pretty sure that's like the mainstream Celtics Twitter, and it is so weird. Like it is, I'll I'll just say just follow uh, is Janos NBA. I think that's his handle. He is the best follow on Twitter. He's just this. I don't think anybody understands anything that guy ever says. Yeah, is Janos NBA. <laughs> Sorry. Luke's just laughing. <laughs> is Nobody else. Idea. He sends me memes like probably once a day, and I'm about like the Celtics or something, and I'm like, I don't understand this. Why did you send this to me? And he's just laughing about it like he is right now. <laughs> I actually can't understand half the stuff he I sends realized me. I'm There's like some joke about like Jason Tatum being everyone's son and dad and dad. So like I follow one account called like Jason Tatum's first okay, ex- expl- explain it to Davis. Explain to me like any Celtics meme like like I was a 5-year-old. <laughs> well, have you ever like seen, you were a senior policy expert explain the tax cut to President Trump. Have you ever seen too many I am going to pick the Marcus Smart thing. Have you ever seen the video too many cooks? Yes. This one? I've seen that video before. Those of you don't know what you know. You show yes. yes. This is bad radio. Yes. Anyways, at one point, there's just... Oh, I got someone else playing there, too. I don't know what else is playing there. We got Sewell 2018 jerseys. Um, Good. Alright, so at one point in the video, there's just a cat, and his name's Smarf. So Celtics Twitter just started doing this whole thing where they call Marcus Smart Smarf. And like, I'm pretty sure it got like, back to It's like to when he fucks up, though, right? It's, it's like, like both. So, like, when he... It's like Smarf gonna Smarf. Well, it's like, no, it's it's like, it's it's like, it's, it's like hard to explain, but it's like both. So it's like when he fucks up, they'll tweet, like, this one. Like, they'll tweet, like, a picture of Smarf when he's like, all <laughs> fucked up after he got beat up, like, with this bloody cat. Uh, that's Just Google Smarf. Third image is if he fucked up, and second image is if he does something really good. And just smart for these like rainbows and hearts coming out of his hands. But everybody refers to him as smart too. Like on Twitter, like if you search smart, you'll find like a million results of tweets like smart after he does something. That's it. Like that's that's the whole tweet. So this is the portal into Celtics Twitter. Just (laughs) look up smart and you'll figure out the world that Luke's been living in for the last few weeks. No, I realize I'm addicted to Celtics Twitter. So I actually, I've been consuming my my true life. (laughs) I'm addicted to Celtics Twitter. I've been consuming like, and this is gonna, this is bad. I've been consuming like hours of Celtics Twitter every day. Like, probably, like... Didn't you tell me a few nights ago that you stayed up to, like, 3 in the morning watching Jalen Brown highlights? No, I was watching semi-Oljoy oh, SMU highlights That's at 3 in the morning. Better. <laughs> That's, That's not better. That's arguably worse. I was watching semi I ended up actually making a Reddit account just so I could follow Reddit Boston Celtics because I needed more Celtics content. The other day I was studying for an exam for, like, seven hours, and I needed to take a break at one point, and instead of doing anything rational... I looked up every player in the Celtics and what year the contract ends so that I could play around with ideas in my mind. Good. And then I started researching the Kings because it looks like we're not going to have the Lakers pick this year because it's not going to be the second, third, or fourth pick, which means we get the Kings pick next year if it's the second, third, or fourth pick. So I'm researching the Kings to see if we're going to get a lottery pick next season. These are the rantings of a crazy person. <laughs> Jalen Brown is Jimmy Butler, but more cool. Oh, uh, you can't like, be cooler than Jimmy no, Butler. No, well, that's the whole thing is who's cooler, Jalen Brown or Jimmy Butler. 
It's so like the whole era when he had the glasses. Oh, he has the turtleneck and the chain. Yeah, and well, no, no, but when he had the uh, goggles, when he had the eye oh. they'd be like, he's got to keep the goggles because then he'll be cooler than <laughs> Jimmy Butler. <laughs> um, See, we could talk about this for like I could. We could make a whole episode about this, couldn't we? Yeah, a we whole series of episodes. Honestly. We could probably make a podcast. I think there actually is a podcast. Two of the guys on Sully's Twitter have a podcast I haven't listened to. I think it's called Really Cool Sports Guys or something like that. And Looks they like, have their own. Oh, we should get them on the phone. We should get them on. We should get them on the pod. Um, Pelicans fan man care to come on the podcast and discuss <laughs> excuse me lifelong Pelicans fan man 69 would you like to come on the podcast and discuss <laughs> um, what are you thinking about the, the Marcus Smart report that came out today that, that the Celtics are looking to trade him for a first round pick um, alright my thoughts on the Marcus Smart trade alright yeah I'm sad because I don't want to lose the memes but I don't know he's really undisciplined and if we get something good for him I'm happy the idea of just trading him for a first rounder though really ticks me off because I think he's an established player who's proved that he's going to be better than at least half of the first well I'm sure uh, like they'll have there'll be somebody to match up the salaries right yeah we're gonna need something if, if we can get a good deal for him I'm happy with it because I, I really think that the whole him punching the picture frame and destroying his hand thing. I, I think Brad Stevens was really upset about that. And they said they're going to discuss a punishment for him. Ooh, um, trouble in paradise. Yeah, a little trouble in paradise. I think Smarf has a bit of a temper. And it's shown since college. I mean, he got in a fight a fan, with a fan when he was in college. Oh, come on. I mean, he did. He did. That, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I think that I like Smarf. He's fun. He's good to have around. He's really bad at offense. He's really, he has the biggest green light in his own mind, and you almost just have to respect it. Him and uh, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris will be 0 for 16 and take a double-covered three, and it's like you have to respect it at that point. So <laughs> let, let me read Let me read you the, the Celtics uh, field goal attempts per game. Do you think you could – could you give me the top six in order, field goal attempts per game? Kyrie. Kyrie's number one. Jalen Brown. Number two. I think Marcus Smart. No, is he is he lower? He's I, uh, lower. He's lower, but not by that much. Horford? Horford. Ben Smart? No. The other Marcus. Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris is taking Marcus Morris. He has such a green light in his he's playing he's probably playing less minutes than Smart too. Yeah, he has. In 24 minutes a game, he's taking 10 shots. Jesus. In comparison, Jason Tatum in 31 minutes a game <coughs> is, is taking 9.9. See, this is the thing I don't. So efficient. This is what I understand about the Celtics. Like, why is Jason Tatum taking ten shots a game and Jalen Brown's taking a shot and a half more? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I think a lot of the thing with 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 Tatum is part of the reason is his numbers reflect him as like this incredible shooter is that he takes smart shots. Shots like he doesn't take the the wrong shot. He takes the right shot at the right right time and. You look at his numbers and you see his field goal percentage. You see that he was leading the league in three-point percentage for a while, though he's hit a little bit of a rocky road, you know, a little rocky uh-huh. jitters. Um, I think you see those numbers and you think, oh, he should be shooting more, but he has those numbers because of his shot selection. Uh, that's a fair take. I mean, I guess moving forward. So Tatum's above, Tatum's above Smart? I was going to say Tatum. Yeah, but by, by two-tenths of one shot. Yeah, so I was going to say Tatum before Morris and Smart at one yeah. point, but I knew that Tatum's just so smart. Um, but, I mean, Smart's taking more shots than Rozier, too. And Rozier's Who has more minutes, though? Tatum has more minutes than Smart, right? Barely. One, right. one minute more. Okay. Also, I am surprisingly upset with how good Terry Rozier is playing. He's good. He's Did so he have good. like 31 points going into 31. He had a triple-double in his first start, 31 in the second one. And the thing is, I think that every Celt- I don't think any Celtics fans are surprised by this. I mean, he's been playing incredible all season. Yeah, I mean, so that's guys. another reason to trademark a smart is because they 
might be a little redundant. Yeah, but the bigger I, I think the bigger problem, you know, Rozier is a point guard, and he said it after his triple double, and it was the first thought I had was shit. This kid should be a starting point guard in the NBA, and I think that I've thought that most of the season. I think he's a top twenty-five point guard. You can interesting call that a hot take all you want. But I think he's top twenty-five. He's not a very guard. good distributor. He's only averaging two assists a game. He had triple double in his first. Yeah, but he's, he's not playing that many minutes. 24 minutes a game. He's not playing. If, I think if he was playing starting point guard, because he's on the court at the same time as Kyrie a lot, so it's more Kyrie distributing to him. I think if he was okay. starting a point guard, his Yeah, I mean, his assist rate is pretty low for a point guard. It's only 15%. Yeah, but again, he's playing on the, at the same time as Kyrie a lot, so Kyrie's usually bringing the ball up and right. working it around. Okay. Um, and he's shooting well, I think. Yeah, he's, he's been good. Um, I think Terry Rozier deserves to be a starting point guard in the NBA, and I think that he's proven that, and... Unfortunately, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep him all that long because I think there's a team in the NBA that needs a point guard that he's... I think there's a lot of teams in the NBA that have a point guard that's not as good as him. Interesting. And I think he deserves to be a starter. But if we get rid of Marcus Smart, maybe we can get Terry some more minutes. Scary Terry. Terry's a tough NBA name. Dude, no. I mean... <laughs> who names their kid Terry in this day and age? You know how tough Terry Rozier is? Yeah, I know he's tough. He's, no, he's a scary... Like, but he's his name is Terry. Have you ever seen his Twitter? No. Tutor and boot it. What? Talking to you in code. Spelled K O D. Yeah, this is good stuff. Y'all be trying so hard to get in the mix, young punks. Cry, cry. Crying emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't question his toughness, but Terry's just a tough name. If I if my name was Terry, I'd probably go by like Terrence. Terrence. This that- feels like more of an NBA name, like Terrence Jones, Terrence Ross. Fair. Fair. More of a precedent. Yeah, but like everybody calls him Scary Terry though. There's also <laughs> he's he's re- retweeted a bunch of photos of Zendaya, which I respect. <laughs> yeah, like like more than one. <laughs> Terry Rozier Twitter. The thirst trap's real. He's, he's a top. He's a top follow. Terry Rozier is a top follow. He doesn't tweet often enough. I love Terry. Well, he just got back on Twitter. At least he, he that's what he says. Zero dark twelve. <laughs> Zero dark twelve. <laughs> <laughs> There's also this whole thing going on in Celtics right now with Terry Rozier being the best player in the NBA. <laughs> like, it's like any time, like, if you look at the, even like Beach Report type things, you'll find response. Like, it was like, uh, one of the tweets on my timeline was like a, a tweet that said, if LeBron goes to the Warriors, then they'll have arguably the three best players in the NBA. So I was like, wait, the Celtics still have Terry Rozier. I don't understand this tweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's how we're going we're gonna to end this podcast. We were going to talk about Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith. But neither of us really have takes on it. We don't because nobody cares because it's a stupid trade and like it's Alex Smith for Kirk Cousins. They're like kind of the same quarterback, except Alex Smith throws less interceptions. Well, they didn't trade Kirk Cousins. But they're he's re- replacing Kirk Cousins. Like yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The Redskins are going to be a very similar team. Yeah, they're going to have a great time losing in the first round or not making the playoffs. Yeah, or I mean, they play in a division with the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Giants. They're worse than all three of those teams, probably. Yeah. Electric <laughs> so, Love you guys. <laughs> so Luke said we were going to talk about it, but then we didn't. But then we did. Well, what were we going to talk about instead? Uh, I think that was it. I think that was what we were going to close on. Great. Perfect. Love you guys. Love you guys.
Um, the other thing that we want to talk about is cooking. <laughs> yes, you do. Come on now. Come on now. The thing is, you have things to say about it. I know. <laughs> you do. Nobody cares about us talking about Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith 45 minutes into this dumb fucking podcast. <laughs> Nobody cares. None of us know enough about the Redskin, the R words. <laughs> the R words, you can't say Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins, the Chiefs. Like, I just don't know enough. <laughs>